Welcome to another fabulous quarantine episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your fabulous co-host, Jessica Delisle. With me is my beautiful, talented, fabulous co-host, Alicia Tobin. Do go on. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to just keep describing you? No, it's okay. Thanks. That was nice. She's, Hi. She's cool. She's fashionable. She's pretty. And our guest today, I'm super excited about our guest. She lives in New York City. So the, oh. the only thing that made this possible is the fact that we can't record in person anymore. She's a comedian. She's an artist. She's a New York socialite. It's Amber Duntley. Hi, friends. <laughs> Family. So you divulged before we started recording that you are Gossip Girl. Yes. And a bog person. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I, I broadcast my gossip news from my, my bog base <laughs> with my co-host Mudmouth. <laughs> We're just spilling the scoops on amphibians, on turtles, tortoises, Whoa. and the like. Yeah, you you have been giving like good turtle updates on, on your social media. Yes, well, you know, a turtle is fine in water a tortoise you need to soak every two days in order for it to defecate oh whoa really i actually learned that in a staff meeting the other day that's awesome because um yeah someone brought their tortoise to the meeting and talked to us about how you have to soak it for it to defecate wow i think i might be the same (laughs) yeah for sure But, but so if he doesn't have water he's constipated I guess so. Like, I guess they can get really sick if you don't, like, loosen up the turtle junk hole. Why? See, yeah, same. But why? And I also call it my turtle junk hole. Um, What? (laughs) It's blowing your mind. Yeah, I feel really bad. Like, I thought I was the only person that got constipated. No, it happens in the animal kingdom, too. Yeah. Listen to the podcast and you'll get all the tricks and tricks for keeping it wet and loose. <laughs> Just a shitting podcast? Well, yeah, I'd love to be a special <laughs> correspondent. Yeah, we could be on opposite ends of your shitting spectrum. Did you get to touch the tortoise? It was on Zoom. So it was oh, just of course. being held up to me um, oh. and to many other people and explained that, yeah, and that it's very different from a turtle. And yeah, I had no idea. I think I was really ignorant about turtles <laughs> and tortoises until oh, that day. How dare yeah, you? You're pretty fucking ignorant about tortoises, Amber. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> There's um, one thing I'd like to admit to you, all of your listeners, it's that I'm ignorant about tortoises. I, I learned because I met my first tortoise last summer when I was in Toronto for work. And there I learned that they can drink through their nostrils. What? Yeah, like if they're underwater and their nose is underwater, they like drink through their nose. So can they like eat and drink at the same time? Maybe. I don't know. I I need to do more research. I'm also ignorant about tortoises. I think we're all learning a lot about each other. Yeah. It's an important time to grow. So many questions about this tortoise that I don't know that you have answers to. I can definitely set something up for you because I have a feeling this individual would be happy to talk about tortoises for a very long time. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Perhaps a virtual soaking could happen. Oh. Yeah, like that's my other question is how long after soaking does he poop? Yeah, I don't know if it happens. Is it like when you, like pregnant women, when they give birth in water and it just all comes out? Or does he you know, sort of get soft and then you take him out and he just kind of <laughs> walks and plops. The old walk and plop. The old walk and plop. And that's what I miss most of all in quarantine. Watching Christopher walk and shitting. <laughs> the walk and plop. Greenwich Village. <laughs> He's a fixture of the community. So, so yeah, you're in New York City. How are things over there? Before we get into the shit, how, how is the shit? Wee boy, we are never going outside again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I live up in Harlem, um, so I'm in Manhattan. And it's, um, you know, it, my area, people are being pretty smart. Like, a lot of people are wearing masks. Like, I only leave the house twice a week at most, usually, to walk Rocco in the park and to pick up prescriptions because that's 
who I am. <laughs> and yeah, I work at a school and it's an art school, but we had to move all the classes online. And yeah, it's, it's just been, um, it's been pretty crazy. And it's when I moved to New York, I felt like, I mean, obviously it's the only reason you moved to New York to feel morally superior to people who don't live in New York. Yeah. And now yeah. I feel like all of those things have been taken away from me. Yeah. The suburbs have won. Yeah. I'm pretty bitter about that. But, you know, we're doing okay. I have a dog. That helps. Yeah, that's good. The suburbs are just one, like one round of this because they're still the suburbs. That's true. And they're part of the problem. Yeah, we have not had like, there's no one been, you know, running down the street screaming about their freedom. So their haircuts. <laughs> um, yeah, they're getting their cuticles pushed back or whatever. Blech. Getting their foreskins pushed back. <laughs> I'm a foreskin manicurist. Owie, owie, ow, ow, eat gun. <laughs> oh, I think you nicked me here. Oh, no, I was like that. It just started bleeding. Sorry. You're bleeding when you walked in here. Yeah. Just the thought of getting cuticles pushed back, like, irks me so much. Like, I'm not I'm not very good at, like, being a glamorous person. I've never had a manicure or a pedicure, so I don't know exactly. They sound painful and invasive. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't like to go to the doctor. I don't like to go to the lady who pushes my skin around <laughs> it's it if it's done correctly I think it's supposed to be enjoyable but yeah I've only had two manicures in my life and both times they were trimming my cuticles and they cut it <clears throat> and it bled and they were like oh it just started bleeding and I was like that's that doesn't happen it's <laughs> terrible also you're holding scissors like right next to where it's bleeding like will you do the math the closest I've come to a manicure is at one of the Ripley's, believe it or not, aquariums. They have those fish that oh, will yeah. chew on your dead skin. Yeah. <laughs> there are different amounts of enthusiasm about this option in life. Um, but yeah, so you, you stick your hand in and if you have a lot of dead skin, the fish like swarm to you. So all the like silky, smooth fingers were being ignored by the fish. But those of us with like big, dirty gross flaky hands bog people <laughs> yeah all the bog people got crazy fish love oh nice that's beautiful it's probably not nice to the fish and i shouldn't have done it but i did uh i think what i got excited about is just like the idea of being able to give back to animals <laughs> yes you know i'm still excited about the tortoise pooping <laughs> like it doesn't matter what happens for the rest of the podcast i got what i needed out of this <laughs> you're like i'm done needs met needs met <laughs> In Maslow's hierarchy of needs, finding out how a tortoise needs to have a little bath so it can make a poop is right up there for me. It's quite beautiful. I heard mm -hmm. that like some rabbits, because I'm like all all up in the rabbit business now that I'm running the Bunny Cafe social media. Someone was talking about how their rabbit sometimes gets like a blockage and then they need to massage their rabbit stomach so they can poo. And I was like, oh. wow, animals are complicated. But that work like that doesn't work with me. No. Yeah. I was like, I it wish works I could with babies. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's amazing. I have equal uh, experience with rabbits and babies. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I've never held a rabbit. I've held a baby, but it was against my will. So <laughs> I've worked with animals. Well, well, I guess we'll we'll talk about. It. I mean, no, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. So I, I worked in an animal sanctuary. Um, that ha actually, that's my only experience with rabbits because it was um, for food production animals. So it was all animals who had been uh, rescued from either factory farms or labs or small farms in upstate New York. And I was able to. Um, one night, it was my job to keep pushing a a rooster's prolapsed anus back <gasps> into his body. <laughs> God. Wow. Yeah. The old good morning doorbell. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. The old cockadoodle ding dong. Um, but yeah, he was like my best friend, so Aww. I was happy to do it. Yeah. Yeah, his name was Skippy. Skippy. When he got older, <laughs> his little butt kept falling out. And oh so I would goodness. stay up with him and just <laughs> <Bloop>. <laughs> I will probably learn from someone that that was like the absolute wrong thing to do, but that's what I was I was told to do was to push his butt back in his body. Yeah, I mean, Little like, guy. better inside than out, I think. Yeah. Yes, I think we can all agree. Yeah, <laughs> I like my organs inside my body, personally. And that's something that could happen to any animal. So it's good totally. to, like, 
be humbled by the body at an early age. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, I have a partner. He looked like, I don't know, things could happen to him. I want to be here to help in his time of need. If his yeah. Falls out. <laughs> Knock on wood that Brad's butt doesn't fall Brad's out. It doesn't fall out. Yeah. New segment. Has Brad's butt fallen out yet? We just call you every week. Just call me. I'll be like, nope, still good. <laughs> Hold on. Let me check. Uh, uh, is borderline <laughs> no that was just his cuticle oh, yeah. but cuticle <laughs> um so how how long did you work at this job i was a volunteer intern for three months which basically meant like mucking barns and it was in the winter so it was upstate new york so they wow. needed people to care for all these different animals and then i was the intern coordinator there for a couple of years it was like i was right out of high school before college kind of thing and it was great. I've met, like I've learned so much and had so many weird fucking things happen to me. Um, I learned that oftentimes in the morning when pigs get up, like big kind of factory farm pigs that weigh a few hundred pounds, early in the morning they like to just get in a circle and uh, drink the piss that's coming out of the pig in front of it Whoa. in this like beautiful <laughs> circle of piss drinking. Very punk. I mean, Jessica, nothing's made me think of you more. <laughs> Thank this you. <laughs> wow. Why do they do it? I, I don't know. There's something about the early morning pig piss that they're really drawn to. Huh. I don't know. I'm Googling it. Okay. <laughs> I swear it happens. <laughs> I believe oh, yeah. it. I believe Maybe it. these were just freak pigs. They were <laughs> yeah. just, just freak pigs. <laughs> they were rescued from the set of a Nine Inch Nails music video. <laughs> they were rescued from the human centipede guy. Totally. Oh, it's sad. Oh, no. Is it nutrients? Do they need the nutrients? <sighs> okay. I'm just having a quick look at it. And so I could be wrong. And any listener, feel free to correct me. Uh, I know if you're a man, you will. Um, I almost just did a spit take. It's because they're not hydrated. So probably when they were in the factory... They didn't get enough water. But um, why does my pig drink urine? A simple response would be because your pig doesn't have access to fresh water. And urine is better than nothing. Oh, God. Well, we definitely gave them water. I just... They might have just been used to it. Yeah. I just remember seeing the steam rise from the pig circle. Yeah. And like, I've seen a pig piss before. It's like powerful. Yes. Yeah. It's like a jet. Yeah. They're... they're ama- I mean, I... Oh, God, I love those pigs. They're amazing. They love having their bellies rubbed. Wow. Like dogs do, like, start to scratch their stomachs. They'll just roll over and just start grunting. <laughs> just like, <sighs> I love pigs so much. They love it. There's a pig that I met that liked getting scratched with a fork. <gasps> I bet. Their skin is so thick. Yeah. Their tiny human hands can't do the job. Yeah, like he had it was like a ridgeback pig with like the long sort of like bristly fur down the back. And like when he'd get happy, his his sort of like mohawk would stand up. It was very cute. His name was Pigoom and he lives in Albuquerque. Oh, wow. Love that pig. Really could fuck up an apple, that guy. I've seen things done to an apple and and like. God forbid a pig get a can of Coke because they just fucking go to town. Really? Really? Yeah. So if they would accidentally get something like that, they were just, yeah, grip it and rip it and down it went. (laughs) Wow. Man, that's like a dream getting to work with animals like that. I mean, I'm sure sure there's bad shit that happens too, but. Yeah. I mean, it was like they'd all come from bad situations. So there was that side to deal with, but it was also like I was outside with animals every day which was pretty incredible and you probably got to dress like farmer man oh whoa (laughs) yes yes so many car hearts so many like dingy shit covered boots yeah it was great um yeah like going back to we lived in a place called vegan house it was a vegan animal sanctuary and just like everybody would be fighting to see who could soak in the tub first because we were so sore from like trying to throw hay bales we're just like all 19 year old vegans (laughs) (laughs) trying to lift things (laughs) you're a bunch of soy boys yeah you're soy guys that's awesome yeah yeah it was pretty great alicia oh here's hank oh 
He's always so much smaller than I think he is. Like when I see him alone in an environment, he he takes up a lot of space. He's got a big personality. He has like, yeah, he's a big personality, a big Instagram presence, but a small dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's learned how to, as of today, uh, resist being picked up in a way he's never done before, where he puts his whole body weight into his... Into his behind, so he won't let me pick him up. It's so funny. I just took a screen cap because that was really cute. (laughs) Alicia, how is Farmer Man doing? We haven't heard an update. Like, he was missing. Yeah, actually, he hasn't been around since we all went into isolation. And uh, I'm not really sure how he's doing. I mean, he's left some things around that let me know he's still in the city, like the hay toilet at your place. Right. That's still there. (laughs) Yeah. It needs to be tended to, though. Do you think he's been using it? Um, When the wind blows a certain way, like we get a whiff of something that smells kind of like an outhouse. Yeah. Kind of like a thick stream of pig urine. Okay. I can smell that it's thick. As soon as I'm allowed to leave my neighborhood, I'm going to start looking for him. Okay. Because I'm a bit worried. I mean, he's disappeared before. You know, he's maybe he's just trying to keep you safe. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Sybil Shepherd was in town. That's I don't know. True. He's a big fan. He could be holed up with Sybil Shepherd in her holes. <laughs> just going to town. Just going to town one at a time. Um, <laughs> maybe two at a time. Maybe three at a time. I don't know. He's, he's a small man. How many holes does she have? Three. <laughs> Plus feet. He's crazy about feet. Um, Yeah, but hopefully he'll come back soon. (laughs) Yeah, I miss him. Yeah, we all do. We all do the Sybil Shepherd salute. Yes. (laughs) The shocker. (laughs) Alicia, do you have a retail nightmare? Um, Yeah, of course. My retail nightmare is um, nobody's wearing masks. Oh, yes. So I have to get Hank off of me because I can't talk into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, get off. Okay, thank you. Bye, Hank. Um, I went to Whole Foods yesterday. I biked there because I didn't want to take the train. And I brought like my pannier and went there to get some specialty items like miserable allergy people foods. And mm. I got up to a late start. Yesterday I had two naps. One was at 9 a.m. Like, you know, the day is not going to go well if you have to go back to bed at 9 and I got in there. I was so chipper because I knew that like there's the, the person at the door that gives you the hand sanitizer and a mask or gloves if you need them. That was last week. This week, I was like, oh, yeah, everyone's wearing masks, but nobody was social distancing. And like the store is basically empty. Like everyone could be social distancing. Mm-hmm. There's only like maybe 50 or 60 people in this entire massive store. And um, I was getting my shit Then I noticed somebody without a mask and I was like, oh, it must be a staff member. And then I realized it wasn't. And then I realized maybe like 80% of people were wearing masks in Whole Foods. So it's just pretty good. And then the people that weren't were like wearing flip flops and like they're getting ready to go to the beach. And I started to get to sweat profusely. And I'm not much of a sweater. I'm always bragging about how I don't sweat. I'm sure it will cause some sort of crazy health condition later on in life. (laughs) But I'm sweating and the mask is becoming very hot. Oh, like yeah. it wasn't b- bothering me, but I'm like the anxiety is starting to build up. I'm starting to get that thing when I go outside where like my heart rate goes up right away. So I had to go to London Drugs to get something. And I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going home. And I had to bike home like 50 pounds of groceries. I'm sure it was just 10. It felt up, like 50. Uphill entirely. <laughs> I actually walked my bike up to 14th. Okay. Which yeah. is the worst of the hill. And then. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Stick. My bike is not a. My bike, when I read the description on the website for my bike, it's like, great for biking to the farmer's market. (laughs) I'm like, why did I buy this? This is the stupidest bike. It's a heavy bike. It looks nice. It's beautiful. It's pretty. It's a stupid, beautiful bike. Do you wear a mask while you're biking or? No. Yeah. I don't wear it when I'm biking, but I wear it like on busy streets um, and in stores. And the neighborhood I live in is like, there's a lot of space in between people. And then uh, later in the day, I went for a walk with uh, past guest, Graham Clark, lovely friend. And uh, we went to Shoppers Drug Mart on Main Street. Not one person was wearing a mask except us. Yeah. Store was packed. No one was social distancing. And I asked somebody why they weren't wearing a mask. Somebody I work with. And they're like, I don't know. I just don't feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really bringing up a lot of anger for me as a person that's worked in stores. Because... If like life hadn't turned out the way that it turned out in the past five years, I'd still be behind the counter at a store, managing a store, most likely, and dealing with this kind of 
like tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. And it really is like a, a class war. Like we're all in this together. As long as you are not an hourly worker, you work in a meat factory. <laughs> like they're never going to count to the, to these kind of assholes. I yeah. don't understand even like just selfishly thinking you can opt out of disease. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. It doesn't exist. It's not a good look. It's not in this season. So <laughs> and like at Whole Foods, they sell masks. That's yeah. where I got I got two of the masks that I have and I bought two for other people that were having trouble finding masks. They're like at twelve dollars. If you're a Whole Foods, you can afford them for sure. Mm-hmm. There's options that people can make them at home. People are just choosing not to for vanity reasons or they think it's over and we all know it's not over yeah and like you live in new york where it's terrifying and it's still terrifying yeah you know when i see people without them or people complaining that they can't go certain places i can't have sympathy i try to really be able to see like where people are coming from but this is just a fucking no it's just like we're all in the same boat and so when people are like this really sucks for me it's like can you extrapolate that and see how it applies to literally everyone on the planet right now like i i get it i get it um i've been like running a lot in the very wealthy neighborhood uh neighborhoods of of vancouver and i don't see a lot of masks. I haven't seen any other runners wearing masks. And I'm like, I'm just suffocating over here, like by myself. I want, I want to like, you know, make eye contact with another runner with a mask on and be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, in my mind, I'm like, am I breathing in little tiny particles of like polyester into my lungs while I run? Who knows? But there's so many families out And they'll be on bikes and they'll have masks, but they'll be like around their necks or like underneath their nose. (laughs) Or my favorite is that I just see someone carrying it in their hand and it's like flapping in the breeze. And I'm like, this is just as bad as the people who wear the helmets, but not done up. Like, what is the fucking point? Like, you don't get any points for that. (laughs) I'm sorry. The little germs aren't like, oh, hey, you tried. Yeah. Oh, it's on your hand that your phone is also in. Okay, that's fine. It's so weird. And like it's been it was just a long weekend here. One of the days along weekend, it rained. So that was a bit more relaxed. But all the other days, there's like a park near me and it was just full of people and people would have their masks off then. And it would be like there's people all around. And I'm like, so when (laughs) this would be the time to like pull that up? (laughs) What's going on? And seniors, so many seniors. Yeah. And also, I understand if you have a very tiny child that you probably can't get them to wear a mask but Mm -hmm. if your kids like elementary school I don't know I feel like you could probably try something to get them give them to me I'll wrestle it on there (laughs) I want to bully your kid I just imagine you as like a circus like a circus performer and that's your thing like there's this sword swallower the tattooed lady you just like wrestle people's kids yeah I'll (laughs) wrestle your kid yeah I'm also the tattooed lady oh yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> Lydia the tattoo lady hubba 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 dang um, I have not been having any retail nightmares though besides just like going to the post office and people don't get it so I feel I feel very lucky that I have not been having to interact but cafe where I work is going to be opening sometime like probably in a month or so and so like everyone's going to have to get retrained on the new the new sanitization and new procedures and protocols and everything. So that is like a looming date in the future that I'm like excited and also terrified about. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's so weird because it's the idea of like, okay, I can finally start to do things, but I'm too terrible. Like, I can't even yeah. imagine being on the subway right now. Like, oh, I can't. Geez. It's a two, it's a literal like Petri dish. <laughs> like, my boss and I are constantly trying to figure out, like, okay, well, if we have to go back to work, how, okay, do we get bikes? Do we try, do we try to ride? Like, how long would it take to walk? Like, just yeah. all these things to try to avoid public transit yeah but also just like having a panic attack yeah just like finding the path of least resistance basically yeah yeah i've been i've been really enjoying how i've not had to wait for any like traffic lights at all (laughs) like it's just not a thing anymore because there's less cars 
here. And so like a busy street, I can just cross whenever I want usually, but that's going to change and I'm going to like forget and just get hit by a bus. (laughs) That's my fear. I have been really enjoying jaywalking. It is something I gave up, you know, when I moved uh, out West because it was just too dangerous. And I love like crossing main street or any major street in the morning with a dog and there's not even one person or one car around. It's been like such a guilty pleasure. Yeah. And then today, like I live on a really busy street, uh, Amber in Vancouver. And in the beginning of this, there was no traffic. And now every day it's, there's been slightly more, slightly more traffic and it's not normal yet. But today a guy in a Range Rover almost ran over Hank and I was like, yep, we're getting back to it. And then I saw three people run a red light. I'm like, well, we're turning to normal. The earth is healing itself. Yeah. The (laughs) assholes are coming back. I feel like it's been even more of that because people are like, oh, there's no one around. Like, I might as well. Yeah, I can see that, too. Amber, do you have any do you have any other work nightmare? Oh, boy. Or experience or dream adjacent stories? (laughs) I also haven't haven't been going on much. I've been an administrator for so long, which is like retail but with a desk <laughs> it still feels very similar where I'm, I'm doing sort of a customer service yeah for sure hank does not agree hank i'm not saying i'm on the front lines okay i know <laughs> it's cushy. i push paper i'm not sure what he's upset about but in 16 minutes the fireworks are gonna go off oh yeah right because it's seven uh, o'clock oh that's yeah oh at least yeah. here, people just like bang a pan. It's not enough to get. It, it's, going. it started like that. But like there's someone there's some tycoon. There's some like firework tycoon who has like access to a whole factory full of fireworks and they're lighting them off. They do it yeah. in my neighborhood, too. And it makes no sense. It's like, how is that thanking anyone? <laughs> like, I don't. We had the all those flyovers oh yeah so we had the the blue angels did a flyover <sighs> terrifying mm-hmm. and then i guess jet blue did a bunch of like super low flying planes not in new york that no, seems like a, thank you very Nothing traumatic a new yorker like a low flying <laughs> plane headed straight into manhattan yeah so that's been that's kind of the, the weirdest thing whatever scream out your window if you want but like keep your planes at home kids yeah and like aren't we like in a time where everyone's broke like how much does jet fuel cost come on guys <laughs> um yeah sorry um <laughs> you're an administrator yes yes i've certainly done my my f- very first job was at um, this place called Water Country in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It was a, a water park. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I got my license and then I got a job that paid $4.35 an hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like, I feel like it really set me up for my expectations of my working life. Like, one of my main jobs was to search people's coolers when they were coming in to the park. <laughs> <laughs> They weren't allowed to bring glass or alcohol. Do you think New Hampshire people love yeah. our glass <laughs> <laughs> and glass filled with alcohol? Yeah, win-win. <laughs> so they had this like sixteen-year-old who got hives whenever she talked, uh, telling them like, "I'm sorry, you can't bring this in here. You have to go to the parking lot and eat three pounds of potato salad." <laughs> <laughs> But everyone would just be like, well, I'm just going to go drink it all now. It's like, oh, okay. I don't care if you come in here drunk. Just don't bring your Bartles and James. Yeah. And they can be in your body. <laughs> mm, yeah, your body. In your beautiful, white, hairy New Hampshire body. Oh. <laughs> Tell me more. I'm moving to New Hampshire. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to get so sexy. <laughs> I'm Busy rock hard. Night record. So yeah, we can we can talk about hot yeah. New England bods. Yeah, it's late night for you. I forgot. It is. Yeah, for me especially. I'm a, I'm a real grandma. It's New York after dark. <laughs> you know, we, we don't sleep. You may have heard. There's just like a guy playing a saxophone to the skyline. <laughs> it's Bruce Willis. Yeah. A neon light that just says eat. into my room at all times and you're like let me check your prolapsed anus (laughs) i push it back in with my 
face. <laughs> very popular with millennials. I would never defile a rooster. I'll, yeah, I'll leave no. that up to the, to the Adam drivers and such. <laughs> sure. I think he ate ass on girls. That's all I know. Oh. That he ate ass on it. <laughs> That's in his contract. He wants to do it in every role. They it tried was really to... hard with the Vader stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he really had to s- spread those cheeks. It's a big helmet. It's a had big to helmet. do it on a bantha or something. <laughs> Luckily, BB-8 <laughs> opens up in the back. <laughs> He's got a port. Um, <laughs> Plug right in there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would make that movie so much better. Those movies really, so much better. Really um, just like heavy sexual overtones. Yes. I'd watch them. How how long did you work at the water park? It was just one summer. One memorable summer. I saw enough band-aids and angry dads to last me a lifetime. Fair enough. Yeah. They were also very religious. Like they they emptied out the wave pool and had a big Christian rock concert. Jesus, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds like righteous gemstones, and I love it. Oh my, it it was like different accents, but same exact same situation. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I've only ever been to one American um, water park, and it was uh, in Idaho. And I definitely chugged four locos before I went into it. So it adds up with my experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta, it was kind of amazing because like, I think we went, it wasn't like a weekend or anything and, but it was just full of kids. And so we'd be in the lineup for a water slide or something. And we'd like start talking to these, you know, 12 year old kids. And we'd be like, how old do you think I am? And they were like, I don't know, 50. <laughs> I was like, I was probably 22 at the time. And I was like, cool. Thank you. And then you bullied them. And <laughs> no, they bullied me. <laughs> Let me beat up your kid. <laughs> I remember it being a positive experience. The theme of the water park was Garfield. <laughs> Whoa. Shit. Yeah. Do I have to go to Idaho? Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Silverwood. It's it's like half amusement park, half water park. So you have to like make a weekend of it and go to yeah. one one day. One For other Garfield, day. yeah. I hope they're closed on Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> It's just really bad there on Mondays. <laughs> my claim to fame with water parks is I got so scared at the Chilliwack water park that my stomach got upset and I couldn't go on any more slides. Oh. I was uh, in my 20s. Was that the Cultus Lake one? Yeah. Oh, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not a daredevil type. I don't like heights. I don't like crowds. Like, it was just too much for my digestive system. I do love running up wet stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's true so you like, don't even you really love that. need to slide you just, just like you could probably get half admission for just yeah i turn around and go back at the top <laughs> so i'm not i'm not cutting in front of you don't worry children i'm 50 so i just need the cardio <laughs> i just wearing my fitbit and i'm like oh 500 flights that's amazing i just got uh like they give you badges on fitbit i just got one that i have walked the the length of the core of the earth like from one side of the earth to the other i've walked through the earth that's and amazing like, cool. that's really dramatic yeah you're still alive yeah i know it was hot in there though mm-hmm. it was so hot should we move on to a segment oh yeah oh yeah you know um, how horny I am for segments. Mm. Oh, the sax player just started again. New York after dark. So we've been bitching and moaning for a while. We might as well just do click it or ticket. Oh, 
ready, Amber? Sure. <laughs> You're stretching. <laughs> yes. I have to limber up for this because I get so angry. Okay, so if you could give a ticket to anyone for any sort of infraction, who would it be and what would it be for? It would be to the bird watchers in Central Park. <gasps> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they gather in groups of 10 or more. Oftentimes they're wearing they're wearing masks, but they're very close together. They cover entire paths, and when other people who are not part of their little bird family try to walk through, they don't move to the side. They're so engaged in perhaps, um, maybe they're hoping that famed sexy duck is going to return. Oh, yeah. Or that, that duck everybody wanted to bang. Yeah, the fuck duck. No. What duck is this? I'll send you a picture. Thank it you. It's a really fuckable duck. <laughs> <laughs> it was stuck. It man. would have to be. Yeah, no, everyone's so horny for it. They <laughs> will not move out of the way. Is it like like, like gorilla in Japan? Oh, yeah. Handsome gorilla. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that gorilla was hand- This deck is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a different. Yeah, there's handsome, sexy, like. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta fuck the duck. <laughs> Marry the gorilla. Marry the gorilla because he's handsome and kill the bird watchers. Yeah, okay. okay. So you wish death upon them? <laughs> um, in the moment, yeah. yeah. And right now, yeah. So I guess, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm here to just say I want bird watchers to die. <laughs> okay. it's, it's like a very intense hobby. I've never, like, we've walked in the park since we moved here. And this, like, somehow the quarantine has really brought the bird freaks to the surface. I get that because everyone's like desperate for a hobby to just fill fill the time. So that makes I sense. I never would have guessed it would it would be bird watching. Is it possible that they were there before but it was so busy that you didn't notice them? They're pretty conspicuous. Like they make it <laughs> crowded in a way it was never crowded before. Okay. Yeah. Big binoculars. Camera lenses. Oh shit. The length of your mom. It's <laughs> they have so much gear. And they're not like, I, I know there's a thing for bird watchers to find in a year, to do, but they can't, they're just looking in the park. Like, yeah, go anywhere else. Yeah. We have a, a wide array of birds. Yes. But it's, it's only going to get so exotic in, in this zip code. The only sort of spotting you are into is Gossip Girl, right? Exactly. <laughs> when I'm in the bog and I put on my bog goggles. <laughs> Boggles. Boggles. <laughs> And I see that turtle hole start to open up. <laughs> Girl, excellent. So what are you going to find these people? I mean, not death. No, no. You really backed away from that real quick. <laughs> Sorry. I, that was all me. I blame myself for escalating. No, I can I can escalate easily. I'm I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect New York accent. <laughs> Hey, bagel, it's the water. Podcasting <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. over here. <laughs> you are. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, I guess just like rub their nose in a in sexy duck's cloaca. <gasps> wow. Wow. Oh. Is that a punishment? Yeah, they want that, I think. Yeah. And then they can't tell anyone that they did it. That's the real punishment. Because it's animal abuse. They eat out sexy duck and can't tell. <laughs> wow. This is pretty brutal punishment. <laughs> wow. But it doesn't count to their, it doesn't like apply to their count of how many birds they've seen that year. No, no, no one can ever know. Yeah. They should get a special uh, badge, like a girl guide badge. And it's just them spreading the little <laughs> duck legs and putting their face in. Gross. It looks a lot like BB-8's uh, <laughs> open hatch. Undercarriage. Undercarriage. Apologies to all my friends who are bird watchers. Uh, <laughs> I regret nothing. I don't get it, but I'm glad you do. If they're in New York, fuck them. If they're not, God bless. Yeah, go, go for it. Go for the bird. Go for it. Alicia, who's your ticket for? My ticket is for... This company of snack food called Lesser Evil. Oh, God. Um, I had bought these once before last year and I had the same thing. And like, I'm back on my bullshit where I'm trying to, like, reduce chronic pain by maybe not eating uh, 25 cookies for dinner. Um, huge mistake, I know. So I bought these things because one of the things that my doctor recommended was maybe reducing how many grains I eat. 
because of course I eat a lot of grains like rice uh, and almost exclusively rice. So mixing it up, I was like, I'll just try these things again. Maybe they got better over the past year. <laughs> so I never noticed because the old bag was really cute, but it's like, it basically looks like a larvae. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, I hate coconut flour. I worked for a coconut oil company for three years and uh, the smell of coconut oil, the taste of coconut flour, it turns my stomach a bit like I can get through it. Um, So these taste terrible is what I'm saying. And I hadn't noticed like all the weird food shaming shit that's on the bag. Uh, Like it's called lesser evil. And it says sinful taste if sinful is shit. And then it says clean snacks. And I was like, well, that's weird. And then there's a mindful moment manifesto on it. Oh, God. about making better choices about food. Fuck off, lesser it's evil. So fucking awful. And then it says something that they can't say on the label. So I was like, should I be a shit and do this and report them? Because I can. Um, it says nutrient dense, and I was like, well, that's weird because the ingredients are. Just uh, everybody get really excited here about how horrible these are. Organic cassava flour, organic coconut oil, organic tapioca starch, organic sweet potato flour, Himalayan salt, organic coconut flour. So these are the nutrients. Uh, <laughs> 11 grams of fat. Sounds really dense. Mm-hmm. 33 grams of uh, carbohydrates, including 2 grams of fiber, uh, no protein, <laughs> 340 milligrams of sodium, no no significant potassium, calcium, or iron. Uh, so it's not nutrient dense. There's no fucking nutrients in this, these, these little expensive pieces of shit that look like some sort of like moth that's going to bloom in my stomach. <laughs> I love that we're just at the stage where we're like getting mad. We're like reading the labels and getting so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I already told you guys about that. But then it's like it just goes on and on and on like. They call themselves health gurus and just like such a load of fucking shit. And like the ingredients are like crap and it doesn't matter if they're organic. Coconuts don't have to be organic. They don't need to be sprayed. Fucking idiots. Don't know anything about coconuts. (laughs) And I know everything about coconuts. I just hate this shit. Like I hate this shit. Like there's nothing inherently better about this snack than there is like cheesies. Yeah, and they look like them, but just like a weird but, cardboard version of them. Do they even have a flavor? Or are they just like... Oh, they're so terrible. Hank actually ate one. It took him about five minutes to think about it. <laughs> and then I do this thing every time I feed him a new food. I'm like, what if that's the thing he's allergic to? Oh, yeah. It's tough. There's no flavor. They're just salt flavored. There is one. There's another flavored one, but it has uh, nutritional yeast in it, which I try to like eat in uh, moderation. Mm. Oh god, I love nutritional yeast. It's Nate. so fucking good. It's so good. I put There's it on everything. Popcorn. Yeah, I put it on popcorn with brags. There's a there I mean, it's better to just do it on popcorn that you have at home, but there's a, a co-op near my work when I got to leave the house and there's a thing called Bjornkorn and it's popcorn that just and they have a spicy version, so it has like a little bit of like jalapeno flake and all this nutritional yeast oh my god it's i miss it so like the stores near (laughs) here don't carry nutritional yeast and i'm just like dying yeah we can mail you some Uh, i mean i can i can mail order it sorry guys it's the fireworks it's seven o'clock Jay is in the same boat, but for um for like MSG, like we haven't had any for a long time. And the like Japanese grocery store we normally get it from is very far away. And we're like not going to make a special trip just for that. Like it's not it's not an essential item, but it definitely like makes everything taste way better. Yeah. I've just been. Yeah. The last couple of days, I've really been fantasizing about nutritional yeast. I've been Do you ever make that glory bowl salad dressing? That's just like. Tahini, nutritional yeast, olive oil, garlic. Yeah, it's kind of like the goddess dressing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I could, I could just like, yeah, drink a pint of that. It's yeah, just it's the best. Bathe in a bog, bog of dressing. Yes, yeah. Uh, if I could soak in that, yeah. Guys, what is this? Acceptable sauces. Acceptable. Oh! No, wrong time. I gotta give my ticket. Oh wait, yeah, and I have to give it. I have to find them. What is? Yeah, what is the ticket? Um, Okay, so I'm gonna. They're fine. Is that um, I make them change all of their labels, and that would cost like 
thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just for being dick bags. Like, there's nothing better about this. They're just taking advantage of people. They're just, and they're guilting you. Like, yeah. Like, I bought these because, oh, it has, like, ingredients I can eat. So that's uh, acceptable to me. Mm -hmm. If there was cheesies that I could eat that were nice and lovely and corny and made with delicious real cheese and... I would eat those. But this is such fucking bullshit. Yeah. So that's my fine is that I'm going to somehow make them change all of this packaging for being be, dick, dick be bags. the change you want to see in the grocery store. <laughs> Jessica, what's your ticket? Okay, I am going to give a ticket to babies on TV shows oh. who are trying to act like they were just born. Oh, yeah. Full head of hair, baby. And they're like this big, you know, like they're as big as like four watermelons. And you're like, get the (laughs) fuck out of here. You weren't just born. Someone just put jam on your face. Like we just watched the episode of Dawson's Creek where Joey's sister gives birth in uh, Dawson's living room. I mean, all birthing scenes in movies and TV like really irk me. But when when they hand the baby to the mother and they're like here he is he's beautiful and then she has to like wrap her arms around this like large <laughs> toddler you then you then imagine that just came out of her like the weird dissonance that has to happen in your brain is like Okay, so she's like fucked up down there if that's how big that baby was like I understand newborn babies can't be actors <laughs> But I want to live in a world where they can. Someone has to take responsibility. Yeah. So, yeah, my ticket is to those babies. I say uh, they can't wear diapers. Oh, wow. I don't think they'd mind. Um, yeah. They, or they have to change their own diapers. <laughs> for lying. For lying to the general public. And also, like, just just in general, stop having birthing scenes. Like, it's overdone and it's like, like yeah. if you're going to just starve your fat baby <laughs> put your damn baby on a diet seriously they should eat these paleo puffs yeah i'm sure it would fuck them right up <laughs> yeah i'm just yeah i'm sick of it i'm sick of it it's about damn time babies are taking a stand yeah, yeah i know against it's very babies. it's very brave of me i know <laughs> Um, yeah, I have a really like anti-child agenda on this episode. <laughs> Gonna like bully your kid, mad at babies. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, let's do acceptable sauces. So we were already talking about nooch. Yeah. Do you have an an other acceptable sauce or we could just talk about nutritional yeast for another 45 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Nutritional yeast is a big one. Um, I know I'm kind of steering into your lane, Jessica, but sour cream has been really important <sighs> for me during this quarantine. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Every Friday is pierogi night. <gasps> Ooh. So there's a lot of sour cream. And then there's a place that we've been getting takeout from where the only like sauce they give you to dip things in is sour cream. And I am absolutely okay with that. So yes, really been living my best sour cream life in a way I hadn't been um, before this. So if I, if I can find my silver lining in <laughs> this difficult time. It's that I've renewed my relationship with sour cream and not being ashamed of how much I use. Yeah, that's I'm so proud of you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. It's you know, it was it was a journey. And, you know, we've arrived. We're very happy together. You took the path less less traveled. (laughs) The path less seasoned. (laughs) Blander. Just the blandest, whitest foods to go 
with my my I'm, it's like my ancestry.com <laughs> <laughs> blancestry <laughs> that was a really good bad that was good i yeah i i've had to cut back actually because since signing up for like grocery delivery i was like well add to my standing order every week one container of sour cream <laughs> and then my body was like what the fuck is wrong with you you need to stop this so yeah my acceptable sauce is plain tap water really well i've been like trying to readjust like i don't need every water i drink to be carbonated just drink plain tap water it's fine and like when I'm making a smoothie, like the liquid I add doesn't have to be almond milk or oat milk. It can be just water. And when I'm making soup, you know what? Sometimes to get all the soup out of the bottom of the can, just pour some more water in there. Make your soup more watered down, you fucking dipshit. Like just <laughs> drink the water. <laughs> this is my inner monologue <laughs> at all wow. times. Just drink the water. Stop being a diva. Drink the water. I hate tap water, so I, I get it. Like, I yeah. cannot. Seltzer is, like, really heavy to carry from the store. Yeah. I guess my other acceptable sauce is Crystal Light because I'm oh. a garbage human. No, Crystal oh, Light wow. is great. I haven't heard of that in years. Yeah, it's very nostalgic. Real 80s, baby. I'm going to put some sun in in my hair. Ooh. Yeah, the tap water, like, I've sampled the tap water all across North America because I am, like, the the least diva-ish person whenever we go on tour everyone's like buying bottled water and i'm like whatever if as long as there's no like advisory i'm drinking the water but for sure a hundred percent the water in bc and vancouver especially is like the most delicious of everywhere so i need to just be like just be grateful that you have drinkable tap water because not everywhere does don't be a selfish dipshit. That's what I tell myself every day. <laughs> and then I drink two liters of water. That's great. Piss a million times. Not, not sad or upsetting at all. No. Um, my acceptable <laughs> sauce is fresh cilantro. Oh. oh. This makes me so happy. I know that it doesn't taste good to a lot of people, but I've been. that's one thing I've been consistently getting. And whenever I make something... Almost everything I make could use some fresh cilantro. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. I agree. I really like cilantro because you can just like put it in a cup of water in your so fridge. Good. And then it's like every time you open the fridge door, it's like a little bouquet in there. Just like you got a plant in there. It's nice. I just leave mine on, in water on the uh, windowsill. Oh, that's pretty too. Guys, this has been a great acceptable sauce. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to give a shout out. Real quick shout out to Dill. Oh, oh, God, yeah. so good. Dill is great, especially in like a sour cream. Yes. Yeah, it all, com it all comes back to that. Dill is lovely. Yes. Scissoring forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I almost just knocked over this whole crazy situation we've worked Your out. Your whole setup. Yeah, we're, we've got three people on this podcast, but we're using five computers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How many computers are you using, Amber? Just one? Just one, but my phone's here. Okay. Just because I need, I need, I need to have many screens. Usually when I go to sleep, I have my phone, um, my computer, my Nintendo Switch, and an ice pack. <laughs> oh. I mean, everything that you need. Really? Those are my requirements for a good night's sleep full of nightmares <laughs> about chest pain. Perfect. <laughs> New York sounds, sounds fun. Yeah, I miss it. It's, gr it's great up here, you guys. <laughs> um, you also have a dog, though. Is it time for Papa of the Week? Ooh, yeah. Papa of the Week. Okay. Amber, who's your Papa? Gotta go. Number one with a bullet. Rocco. Rocco. Is a dog I have with my wonderful partner, Brad. Um, prolapse anus Brad. Yes. <laughs> Soon to be prolapse anus Brad. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. He seems to be on the couch, so I think it's probably in. Otherwise, that's just more scrubbing <laughs> I have to do tonight. And I really just have to worry about that blanket right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's a goofball. He's 11 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I keep thinking he's going to 
calm down and just be like this quiet old man, but he's a psychopath. Um, he generally hates going on walks, <laughs> but then like he'll, he'll get exhausted, just flop down in the grass. And then as soon as we get home, he just wants to chase the ball for hours <laughs> or I'll throw the ball and then he'll just bark at it. Um, or we'll put treats in a toy and then he'll just bark at it so that we can get the treats out for him. <laughs> he's actually very emotionally manipulative. Yeah. But he's ours. He's a good boy and I love him very much and I take a lot of pictures of him, especially when he poses all sexy and crosses his legs. Yeah, like one of your French girls. One of my beautiful French ladies that I have under the bed. I've met him before and he is he is a special guy. He was very nervous to have strangers in his home. Well, yeah, it took, I think I was, Brad and I were probably dating for over two months before I was like able to really pet Rocco. So the fact that like, that we have pictures of he and Jay canoodling is really, really amazing. It was, it was really fun to see Rocco kind of chill out a little bit. So Jay is an animal whisperer for Jay sure. Is a magical animal whisperer. He's a horse man. He's a horse wizard lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I wish I could digitally pet Rocco. <laughs> but your digits away from my dog. <laughs> he's not a child, so I won't bully him. And he's no Sybil Shepherd. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if so, we'd know where Farmer Man is. <laughs> like, what is Sybil Shepherd even up to these days? Well, I think she's dicking uh, <laughs> Farmer Man. <laughs> well, yeah, besides that. I don't know. She was kind of, um, I mean, she's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've done, I've done my research, but I don't know. I think that she was sort of one of those beautiful leading ladies that Hollywood discarded based on age and size. Yeah, probably. That's the depressing truth. I want the the wait, just shepherdessants, 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 Oh yeah, she's seventy. Wow. Holy shit! Holy shit! Alicia, who's your papo? My papo is Hank Tobin, who is acting real weird. I sent uh, Amber a picture of him just staring at the wall for 20 minutes at a time. He just has been staring at different aspects of the podcast with his back, at the, different aspects of the house with his back turned to me in some sort of protest. <laughs> you know, the dog gets so much attention um, and he's he's very loved, but he has this high pinched wine that he pinched high pitched wine that he does. And he's been doing it since he was a tiny puppy and he's just been doing it for the past five minutes. And before the podcast, he got a walk, of course. And he also got to go to the pet store and get two premium dog bones, like not the nice. cheap bulk ones I buy usually, but like the really nice eleven dollars each bones. Holy shit. Yeah, like they're not something he gets often, but they're definitely podcast worthy, like to keep him busy. Mm -hmm. And he discarded that like early into the podcast and has just been aimless the entire time. Uh, I love him to death. He's the greatest dog and he's such a little weirdo. He's wonderful. Dogs are so weird. I know. And they're so sweet. Hey, my friend sent me this weird thing today. Um, do you know when dogs like when you're in the bathroom and dogs follow you into the bathroom? Yeah. Yes. Do you know why? Because they want to smell your piss? No, because when dogs are in the wild, they protect each other when they're going to the bathroom. Ah, that's beautiful. Now, I didn't fact check it, but <laughs> like just face value was really lovely. And that's why like they, they sit and wait at the door or like close to you because it's like their job. Yeah. Well, like a ghoulie could come out of the toilet and like punch you in yeah. your prolapse. Yeah. But it could punch it right back in one yeah. shot. <laughs> Turlet ghoulie. They're prolapse friends. They are. Jessica, who's your puppo? I have only been seeing my friend Tony the dog uh, this week, but I did meet another friend on one of my runs slash walks, um, and she was a beautiful cat named Luna. Mm. She's like every color, like one of those cats that just looks super fucking fancy, like very fluffy, long, long fur. And she was just sitting in the middle of a lilac tree and uh, relaxing and being cute. And I came up to her and she wanted to come meet me and like stick her face in my face. But I was like, bah! <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've gone looking for her every day since then. And I have not found her. 
but she lives next to a house that has a stained glass window of like a piano keyboard right by their front door. And so like, I imagine that she lives in that house and I imagine that everyone in there is all puppos. Yeah, that sounds almost like a dream. I know. And then I did have a dream that I was in San Francisco and that there was a building that was covered in windows that were stained glass and they were all like all the seven deadly sins but stained glass and then there was a giant long stained glass snake that went like diagonally across the whole building and then I realized like oh it's because I keep looking at that cool keyboard (laughs) stained glass (laughs) every day and my brain is like obsessed with it that should be in one of those like old Italian horror movies yeah like that would be a perfect Yeah, it felt very like Suspiria in my dream. Yeah. So you're you're right. Good art direction of my dream. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anytime adding it to my resume. Yeah, please. (laughs) Uh, I'll be your reference. But yeah, besides that, I've I have not seen another human. That's the best. (laughs) Uh, It's good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen too many of some humans, like the fuckers in my neighborhood. Too much of their face, I can see. I should not be able to see the lower part of their face. Yeah, we should all just be smizing, like Tyra said. I do smile at people when I have my mask on, and then I realize I'm also wearing sunglasses, and it's just a pointless gesture. I miss animals so much. Sorry sorry to be a downer. Pop of the week supposed to be... Wait, can we have a pop of the week update? How's Midnight doing? She's doing great. We get photos every now and then from Jay's brother and his partner, and she's very cute. She's still full of beans. <laughs> they have like a recliner couch thing, and she'll sleep on like the the foot part of the recliner. Like, <laughs> so it's like a perfect little couch that's just her size. I'm so glad that she found a home within your extended family. Yeah, she's our niece. So on that lovely positive note, Amber, if people want to follow you online, Mm, can they do that? They can. Um, I'm not a good Twitter person. I just like repost angry political things. That's that's good. good. That's good. But (laughs) Instagram um, is just my name, Amber Duntley, A-M-B-E-R-D-U-N-T-L-E-Y. And there are lots of pictures of Rocco and also lots of pictures of my Animal Crossing Island. Because oh, yeah. the only fucking way I can relax um, is by chopping down trees and selling pears. <laughs> sounds nice. If anyone wants to visit my island, I have all the fruits. Oh, that sounds Ooh. delightful. It's wonderful. Before all of this started, I really like when you post pictures from, there's like an art gallery that you go to. If it's fairly recent there are a few different places we go to regularly it's like folk art or something oh oh, god i fucking miss that place yeah i love your posts of it it's just like such amazing art the american folk art museum (gasps) oh i follow them on instagram they're so good and then i think it was just like a month before everything shut down they had the big outsider art fair yeah everything was incredible it was like it, it was, oh God, it was so good. They had like James Cat, oh, just everything was beautiful. And like, there were a couple of people who actually had really reasonably priced works and some of the artists were there and it was just, it was, it was really neat. Um, but yeah, oh, when, if, and when you can ever visit the city, the Folk Art Museum is like the fucking place to go. It's on my list. It must be so frustrating for you to be like, in like the heart of such like a metropolitan place and with all these things, but they're not accessible to you right now. Yeah. And because I work with all these art students and I'm just like sending them like, oh, you can do all this virtual. Like it's not it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid, but I'm like pissed that the Met Gala didn't happen because I love going to like the show they have at the Met that goes with the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. They always have the most incredible dresses and things that you can get up really close to them and just see all the beautiful detailing. Yeah, it's like weird little things that you get randomly bummed about, even though there's no real reason to actually be bummed about it because I'm, I'm fine. It's all still there. It'll be there waiting for you. Anna Wintour is in her 
her temperature controlled chamber, <laughs> her freshly, <laughs> freshly angled bob. Yeah. What's her deal? Does she age? Yeah, I think so. I was going to say, though, for sure, she's still getting her hair cut. Oh, yeah. None of those people have stopped getting stuff done. They have people who risk their lives to go to them. They probably have a live-in hairdresser. Probably. Um, Alicia, if people want to buy your book. They can buy it online. You can buy it at Amazon.com or you can buy it at Arsenal Press. Um, I I own it and I loved it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you can buy the book, that would be great. (laughs) How about you, Jessica? Let's see. When is this coming out? Mm, I'm going to be making a music video soon, but it won't be out yet. But uh, just put it in your calendars. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm going to be doing for the next week in a bit. If you want to buy a tote bag, you can do that at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. I'm sending them out weekly. Uh, Last time I went to the post office, the woman warned me that there's going to be big, long delays, which is like, obviously... Um, but in case anyone has ordered a tote bag and they're like, where the fuck is it? Uh, it's coming. It's on its way. Also, if your name is Julie and you ordered a tote bag, uh, it came back returned to sender. And I've emailed you a couple times and got nothing back. But uh, if you're still around. Is she with Farmer Man? Maybe she's with Farmer Man. Oh, Whoa. Wow. 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 Well, I hope it's nice. It doesn't last because uh, there's no room for a girlfriend. That's true. Sybil's one thing. Yeah, she's allowed. Yeah, she's got a big house. Well, uh, what's that a euphemism for? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Her house is big. It's rich. Her, her, her house. Wow. Um, yeah, that's everything, I think. Everyone who listens and who supports the podcast, we love you all. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much for listening. And I hope that your particular version of the hell dimension is slightly less horrific than it could be. (laughs) Yeah, that's maybe I'll take this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm not good at this. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're really going. Oops. uh." Uh, So Jessica was right. We hope that your hell dimension is slightly better than it once was. Um, <laughs> you about just that? said what I said. Yeah. Um, and that we love you very much. <laughs> we love uh, you very much. And I'll bully your kid. That's right. Hold on. Let me help. Um, <laughs> if you have a child, don't let the child near Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody, for everything. Uh, Amber, you were a great guest. Please come back. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This is like the highlight of my pandemic. <laughs> well, we wish we could be that, that for everybody. Um, yeah. We hope that you stay safe and keep us posted on all the animal stories and, and pigs drinking pee. <laughs> I, there's a video on YouTube. I'm watching as soon as we get off. Really? Is it like, yeah. I just love how they do it in a circle. Like they're little geniuses. Yeah. They just, just a perfect steamy piss circle. <laughs> That's what it's, um, it's all about community. Yeah. <laughs> I could see why they're misunderstood. Um, <laughs> well, good night. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Alicia's and gone. And she's gone. And she's gone. <laughs>